1: Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Helen. And I'm Mel.
2: So in last week's episode, we talk about Hot Girl Summer, and Jen and I have been talking a lot about, you know, things we're looking forward to as the single ladies of the ABG trio this upcoming summer. And, you know, there has been some activity on the dating front for us now that everything's opening up.
1: Yeah, so today's episode is just going to be Mel and myself talking about the ups and downs of dating as single women during post-quarantine as things are opening up in LA. Yeah. Uh, so Helen will be back on next week's episode. Yes. But like Mel said, things opened up in LA just in the middle of June. So, you know, it's very fresh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we've noticed that both of our... I mean, there's been quite a bit of activity on the dating apps. Yeah? Okay. I want to say I'm having
2: a lot of activity i have activity like versus, <laughs> i know janet's been talking to more people i will say though um it's funny because whenever we talk about dating with like you know helen or phil or any of our other friends helen's like i am so happy i'm not on the dating in that time. world anymore yeah and i was like girl you are so lucky right now yeah <laughs> but we thought it'd be kind of fun to share you know our recent activities on the apps yeah. and see if any of y'all relate to it like what are your stories we just want to hear more things about dating because we're about to enter that that world again.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like we're coming out of hibernation after a year. Yeah. <laughs> of kind of trying to date, but let's be honest. For the most part, it was kind of like tricky, right? Uh-huh. Um, and Mel, you recently... So walk us through... You She actually went on a physical date. I have not gone on a physical in-person date yet. So what app was this on? Okay, so I'm the most active on Hinge. Okay.
2: And um, I am fully vaccinated, by the way. Yes. We both are. And so honestly, I'll be real. Well... Well, quickly, let me sh- let me share a little history about yeah, dating. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I actually talked about this, Janet, but, like, um, I did go... My last date was seven months ago. Oh, my gosh. Over <laughs> a half a year. I know. It was a long time ago. And that was also, like, in person, but we are like, you know, socially distanced and whatnot. Yeah. But the embarrassing thing <laughs> that I actually never shared... I don't know if I did on this podcast, but so, that, so the date ended around midnight, you know, we did, um, it later. Drink, drinks and bites, we, right? No, yeah. we just got drinks and yeah. then, um, we're walking to my car or I thought where my car was and
1: literally my car got towed. Oh, welcome That's, to LA. This is LA living right there. And what, but just kind of like, this is <laughs> At dating midnight too. I know. Yeah, and yeah. so I
2: was like, shit. So then. Thankfully, at that moment, Helen and Janet both texted me saying, oh, my God, how's your day going? Let us know. And literally, all I said to them was, like, my car got towed. And thankfully, (laughs) I have such a good friend like Janet – she was like, where are you? I'll pick you up right now. So <laughs> Janet picked me up like a mom and my date was there.
1: And yeah, I literally pulled up and I'm like looking at the shadows and it's like my daughter, yeah. I see this tall figure of this guy. I'm like, okay, he's like at least standing on the, he's looking out for her. You know, he didn't just like go yes. in his Uber or whatever. Uh, so she went to help me get my car, but that was seven months
2: ago. And I, I wasn't scarred by that event, <laughs> but I think after that, I was like, you know what? I'll take a break from the app. Yeah, yeah. But I think naturally as, you know, spring started, and, like, mm-hmm. the, the sunshine's shining through. I feel like I, I find myself more on the apps.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: I'm definitely swiping, you know, every day. <laughs> but I don't take it that seriously as much anymore. So I'm just mm. like, okay, I'll just swipe for a few minutes here and there. Yeah, yeah. But I will say that my activity or the, the guys I'm getting are just very... Um, I'm getting a lot of more, like, international guys. Oh, That okay. don't actually speak English.
1: Oh, my God. The guys that typed you in man, or in Yeah, in Chinese. In
2: Chinese, yeah. And I'm just kind of like, I mean i don't know how to i literally there's one time i was like you're cute i just don't know how to like i, I can't <laughs> what speak, are you saying i can't I I, I, <laughs> yeah exactly so but i actually got um matched up with a guy who mm-hmm. was american too okay so he was asian-american and i was like okay maybe yeah maybe you know, i find this guy attractive yeah and so i think i'm very in the like like i said in last week's episode i'm in the more like I want to enjoy the summer yeah you know so I was more open to like meeting him in person sooner than later yes and also I was talking to my my other single guy friend he was like Mel enough of this chit chat just like ask to go on
1: drinks or get drinks Mm -hmm. now because it's just like guys hate wasting their time on the apps this is true Mel has been in a couple of different like exchanges or connections where she you you do kind of have a good amount of conversation with them right I do it's it's you know I learned this from you too Jay um but I'm
2: someone that I do like to, like, text for maybe a day or so just to mm-hmm. kind of engage. Like, am I interested? Is there a banter? Yeah. And then sometimes I prefer a phone call, yep, which, yep. which is which is why I didn't mind dating during the pandemic. But um, I think right now I'm just like, uh, I don't You're want You're trying me. something different. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, So I was the one. He, he said something really nice to me. He was like, you have a nice smile. I was like, oh, that's really sweet of you. Yeah. So we're making some small talk. And then at that point when my friend's like, Mel, cut the chit-chat. Just like, just... Asked for, like, a date. So I just said, hey, like, it'd be nice to grab drinks next week. Are you
1: free? Or something along those lines. So I made the first move. There's a bit of nuance to the conversation or how it was asked because he had something in his profile and I think you had called it out and he's like, oh, it'd be nice if I can show you sometime. Yeah, yeah. So he had already already insinuated he wants to meet up, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember you were sharing this text with all of your single friends. Almost all of us, the unanimous thing was like, okay, he's definitely interested or he wants to meet up for sure. He's interested in meeting up. So all you did was then like open the door for him be like, okay, yeah, let's meet up. Like, how about over drinks next week or something like that? So I definitely like took his like,
2: little like breadcrumbs yeah. and I and I gave I do say I gave him the basket <laughs> but I, I, I did I didn't the date and so my thing is that if I'm already the person saying hey let's meet up I want to put the ball in your court and say hey why don't you choose a place yes because Janet and I we talk about this a lot but I think for our day-to-day jobs we could do a lot of planning yes, you know we plan yeah. like podcast recording shoots whatever and so it'd be nice for a change to have someone plan just even a dinner or a mm. drink for us yeah that's yeah. I'm not saying like You always have to plan something. It's just more like it's just a nice change. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I think Mel, you're naturally. I, I personally, I always my thing is I love the guy to take the lead on this. Mm -hmm. And I think Mel, you actually are. um, You enjoy kind of doing the planning and stuff sometimes in your personal life, Mm -hmm, right? But I think it's this. In this case, it's more like yeah. To to kind of like this is this would be a nice thing that a guy can do for you that is kind it's you're not trying to gauge for a characteristic of a planner but it's like it's like if you want to win her over this is a nice thing that you do to extend right versus I'm looking for someone I'm kind of like I kind of need you to be able to plan more because I actually don't really like to do it that often Uh, that makes sense yeah so
2: I asked him like hey why don't you choose a place so he's like yeah great I'll you know and then we didn't talk for a week because that was like a week is a long time I mean like five days but it's because like there's nothing much to talk about until we actually meet so I understood that I actually had I didn't care but then the night before, he was like, hey, what time are you free tomorrow? And I was like, oh, I'm free at seven. Then I asked him, I was like, hey, did you, did you find a place yet? Yeah. He goes, oh, no. But I'm thinking somewhere casual. Mm. And, and then uh, he's like, what's around your area? And to be honest, when I saw that statement, I was a little bummed out. I was like, yeah, dang. Yeah. I literally asked him to plan, and he didn't like just, I was like, you could even just go to like Ralph's and pick up like a, <laughs> honestly, you go to Ralph's, pick up some LaCroix and choose a park. Like, I'm really like <laughs> so simple when it comes to just like finding something to do. Yeah. I, wa- I wouldn't judge it like, exactly like yeah you're not
1: picky about the the the
2: plan but you want him to take initiative yeah Yeah. and then I think you know maybe this is y'all guys if you're listening I'll be real like we shared messages to kind of gauge you know so I was texting Janet and my two other single guy friends we have like a singles singles chat and I was like I literally said oh he's he didn't choose a place and then Janet goes oh like you said to me like oh man like i'm sorry Mel. i know you like a guy who shows that intention is an intention it takes initiative to yeah. do yeah but um i felt bad because then like i was texting my other guy friend and i was like hey just call me out on this like am i asking for too much yeah, like
1: yeah.
2: i understand maybe he's being considerate where i live or make it inconvenient for me and my other guy friend's like no to be honest Mel, i plan like 80 percent of my dates like yeah. i just like to take the lead just because i feel like i don't want to say it's like gender whatever but like i think guys like to like show the girl or whatever like they can he's do in that. control that he can do that or he can take care of her maybe yeah and so i was like oh okay and so what i said back to him i was like i said because I, I actually don't go out my area you guys know me i usually go to you guys when we yeah. hang out and so i was like hey like i don't go out like is there anywhere you want to explore that's different and then uh, this is a line that everyone's like oh he responds back to me saying like why don't you come over to my place or
1: i go to your place for drinks And I think
2: already my head is like, this is a red flag.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, you don't, putting the girl in a position where on a first date, it's not in a public space does not feel safe. It doesn't feel safe. But here's the thing, I understand like, if it's during the
2: pandemic or like whatever, like maybe like, y'all know some people are like wanting to meet up during the pandemic and like sometimes the house is more... I guess like comfortable, but for me, I I don't I just don't like that. Yeah.
1: Well, I remember I think the first reaction that you had and a lot of people had was like, "Oh, is he just trying to hook up?" Exactly. Right. Yes. That's the vibe that like that's the message that he sent at first. Um, I think usually I'm a little bit more like. I realized that I was like, shit, maybe I'm not picking, <laughs> But I've read that as, yeah, I'm like, I want to know why he suggested that, mm. right? The thinking behind it. Because yeah, it could be a pandemic. It could be whatever. But I think most people's initial reaction is like, ooh, you're trying to just like hook up. Like you're yeah. not putting in any effort and then you want her to come to you? Like, what yeah. are you trying to he do? He did offer dude? to come to my place,
2: but I was kind of like, I just don't like people into my space unless yeah, I'm really comfortable. Yeah. I think another thing too, like, I mean, we had episodes about the fuck boy and whatever. I feel like I tend to like be interested in men that don't emotionally want to commit.
1: Mm. So when I saw that, I
2: was like, you know what? This is like I don't want to put myself in the situation again. again. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, yeah. no. And I got really turned off by that by that statement. And, and I think at that point I was like a little fed up. So I'm just like, oh, that's, he, I asked him to choose a place and he didn't choose a place. And like, yeah. now he's asking to come over. I'm like, oh. And so then I said to him like, hey, I was very transparent. I was like, you know, I to be honest, I don't go over to a guy's place over the first date. Um, I'm starting to get the vibe that we're maybe looking for different things. Mm -hmm. And he said, no, no, no. He said, oh, all good. Like, I'm getting my second vaccine or something, like, later. But then I was talking to you guys, and then my roommate, and she she was like, wait, that makes no sense because, like, if he's already offering to go on a date, and he already said he'll look for a place, that isn't actually a a valid Mm. issue.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think this is where we were trying to figure out, is he playing games, or is he just – not really not the sharpest pencil in the in the pencil box.
2: <laughs> yeah or maybe you're just much more chill than i am you know mm, like, that's a which good is, point that's a good point yeah, which yeah. is like just go I, with the flow
1: and yeah
2: exactly so i'm just like i do feel bad because i this whole time i was like asking my friends like am i asking too much is that is that weird like i get it like yeah. maybe i'm being a little picky
1: What was Um, interesting to me is in our text group, it was the guys who were more like, oh, Mel, no, don't, you know, don't mm. even respond to him. Like, you deserve more than that. And Mm -hmm. I was like, shit, am I having low expectations too? Because as a woman in LA, I'm kind of like, I don't know, there could be all these reasons. And like, what if I'm okay with him? Just like, maybe it was a a vaccination thing or whatever it is. But but yeah, I think it, it was fascinating to me that most of the guys were like, no, That's true. Yeah. I think it's also because our
2: guys are very protective of us. This is true, too. Yeah. They're, like, the
1: big brother kind of... Exactly.
2: And... But I... I, But, of course, I'm always, like, with Jane, I'm, like, you want to get the benefit of the doubt. And I'm always, like, dude, I want to give someone a chance before I, like, cut them off. I may be a little, like,
1: snarky or, like, kind of, like, ugh. But then, you know, you don't know at the end of the day, right? So... So, As long as as you're safe. Because I think, to this point, I was, like, as long as you're making it clear to him that you don't want to hook up, then you know, and and then as long as you are gonna end up going out to a, a space that's in public together and your exactly. safety's not compromised, I was like, Okay, maybe it is okay to give people a little bit more of a chance. I don't know, not that I'm saying or condoning that yeah, that's yeah. exactly how you should, but maybe it's just like we've been locked locked away for so long. kinda of like, She needs to go on a date. It's you know, in seven months. I know, know, exactly. And
2: so I think that's why like after evaluating like how I really feel and like all this stuff, I at that point. He, he responded saying oh yeah somewhere outside might be great and so i was like okay another <laughs> like
1: let so, me help you out with yeah, yeah Yeah. so so
2: at that point i was like you know what i'll choose a place so i looked at something really quickly i was like here let's meet here at a certain time it's outdoor seating blah 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 so i called it and also keep in mind this is a day of the date this is
1: two like a, two hours before the date or an hour yeah yeah i think at that point i was like I went into it with a, I don't like give a crap. Yeah. I mean, We were talking about this and we we're like, okay, we're, Mel, you're going on the date not because this guy is like going to be anything near the one or whatever it yeah. is. But this is like, you're going to go out and have a good time because it's been seven months since you've had a date. Yes. It's now finally summertime. Yes. You know, you were doing, we were, we were talking, you were like doing your nails. I'm like, just go out and have a good time. Yeah. Like don't even put any expectations on this.
2: Yeah. And like, I think for me, like with summer, with it being summer, I was like, I do want to just like. I don't, I don't want to say I have a good time, like, oh, I want to hook up no, like No, no, no. Have a good, yeah. I want to experience new things. Yeah. And so for me, dating, it's been a while. So I think I already had it set in my mind, like, I'm going to go on this date. Yes. And I don't give a crap. Whatever happens, happens. And I, I think for me, I'm like, usually you're on like your best behavior. I was like, I kind of don't care. Yeah. I'm going to just be me. And like, whatever happens, happens. So I'm going on the date. He was, he's definitely attractive, really attractive guy, super nice in person. And we are talking for like, Three, good solid three to five hours that's a long time yeah and also realize three to five hours is a big range <laughs> <laughs> sorry five hours and i will say this though you guys know i'm a talker mm-hmm. my, my dates are minimum usually three
1: hours so five hours actually for your three hour average is pretty good
2: you know so right well, so i think it was just a lot of you know getting to know him and uh it was kind of good to like uh exercise those muscles again to like talking about yeah. certain things it's, it's been a long time since i've a stranger you know yeah but i think it went well i just i am the type person just goes deep right away and i was like hey what's your love language and like mm. so i was like because also i just didn't care anymore at that point right, right because i'm already like all these like different things happened before prior to the leading up to the date and i even asked him like what was your last relationship like what's your type all just all these little things and so i even talked we even started talking about like how do you process like emotions and stuff oh interesting and he was responsive to all this conversation he was he literally said to me he's like I feel like I'm in a therapy session <laughs> and I was like this is like a this is this is what me and Janet do all the time yeah. you know? so it felt very like familiar for me because we talk about this all the time but maybe for him it was different and he mm-hmm. was like very open about how he you know he is not the type to always talk about his feelings and emotions. Mm. He's not something he wants to work on. And, like, he has a tendency to brush things under the rug. And I think for me when I heard that, I think as someone who is looking for something more serious, it yeah. does concern me a bit because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my previous relationship was like that and actually didn't really work out well for me because I'm, ex- I'm extra sensitive.
1: Right, right, right. So
2: having someone that just doesn't want to tackle their feelings, like, as a, as a feeler, is really hard. So yeah, yeah. I think that was another, not say red flag, but that was another, mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe this might not work. And the second thing I noticed is that he actually asked me, like, oh, do you want kids someday? Because, like, mm. I'm still on the fence of that.
1: Right. Like, I don't yeah. know
2: if I want kids. And I was like, oh, like, I definitely don't want kids tomorrow, but I definitely want, I want it in the future. So mm. that's another reason why I'm like, maybe this isn't actually something, like, I'm having a good time, but maybe this is something, if I had to, like, be really, like, search, like real about it, it's yeah. not something I would want. And the weird thing that I said to my friends is that, you know, typically at a bar, I'd find him really attractive. Mm. But I think learning about all these things and how we're not aligned made me less attracted to him because yes, yeah, just because I know we're not on the same page. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you actually the last time you went on a date, you were you were freshly thirty.
2: I was I was still twenty nine. Twenty.
1: Okay, so this is your first date after thirty. Yes. Oh, yes. so I'm curious, like, because so seven months, like, actually a lot can change in seven months, right? So when you think about that time that you went on your last date, like what were the priorities of of what you were evaluating between like looks and like wanting kids and all these things like do you feel like there was a big difference this time with this date
2: I think yes and no like I will say that I'm generally someone that always dates for something more serious Mm -hmm. and I kind of have a better understand I have a general understanding of what I want in terms of values and what I want in someone else but I will say though ever since turning 30 this year I'm more confident in what I want and who I am Mm. that when I spot something I don't really like or don't see compatibility i'll I'll note it quicker,
1: yeah I've no. I mean from my my personal experience I feel like um, certain things will start to outweigh or mm. the weight that I put in different qualities is different right because in the past um, I was someone who was like I could be like okay, we don't really align on this value of kids maybe, but, like, I'm kind of far away from that. And I still find you really cute, Mm. so I think I'll be okay with that. But now I'm kind of like, ooh, because that value now is closer to me needing to execute on that, I suddenly literally just become less physically attracted to you. That's
2: true. Actually, you're right. You know another thing as you're talking that I'm trying to, like, really process and realize now during this conversation is that one thing I truly value now that I actually value a lot in my guy friends, Mm -hmm. like my – Opposite sex friends is that like I love when a man is like super ambitious and like really is so good at what he does that he could teach me things about what he does. Mm. And so I think as we're talking during the conversation during the date, he's really interesting. Like he has so many like different like hobbies and like he works different types of jobs. I'm like, oh cool, it's also creative. But for some reason, like I just didn't resonate as much with it as I thought Uh, I would. And I was like, oh, and I think that actually is probably the reason why I didn't feel as as attracted. Like I think my other guy friends like. He was also confident too. Like he was definitely he wasn't cocky either. Polite and everything, but maybe it's also a personal preference where like there are certain things that you probably resonate with more than other people mm-hmm. that like maybe for me and our like our dynamic, I just wasn't really inspired as much as I wanted to be, Yeah, you know. Yeah. And you get you know me. I'm like I love guys who are like ambitious and
1: driven and passionate about what they're doing.
2: Yeah. And or that and like also has like a I don't say a track record, but like has like proof or like um mm, has already
1: established themselves already yeah in I do way. like
2: yeah. that because I think with that establishment I, I'm learning I can learn a lot
1: from that as, right, a, right. as a as a new new entrepreneur myself right right so so knowing already that this guy is not going to be kind of like the one mm-hmm. let's walk through kind of what the date experience was like right so like you show up and were you like damn he's hot <laughs> Oh, no, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I was like, yeah. oh, he's pretty handsome. And like, I, was, I could spend a couple hours yeah, on this. Yeah, That's okay. <laughs> like, okay, so you you felt him, he was pretty attractive. And so then did you feel like you were enjoying the beginning of it?
2: Yes, I think I, I enjoy, I, I, for me, I enjoy just being somewhere new and like talking to someone new. Got it. Um, I will say that I didn't want to like jump him. Oh, Okay. Got It like I think I've been on dates before where I felt a little bit like nervous or yeah, like yeah. kind of like oh, I should be on my best behavior or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm I didn't feel any of that, mm,
1: okay. Yeah,
2: okay. and I definitely felt less of that even more as the, the day the yeah. progressed. <laughs> um, I, I think it was entering already, it was like I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, yeah I was yeah. a little turned off by the messaging a little mm. that when I came into, it, I was like, whatever, mm. but um, I appreciate that you know, we. We talked, and he bought, like, first rounds. Okay. And then he bought a, a food for himself, and we kind of shared, like, a side. Ooh, food for himself. Did he ask you? I wasn't hungry as
1: much. I, was, okay. I just wanted French fries, and okay. he was like, you
2: can have some of my fries for my meal.
1: Oh, oh. See, as a guy, to take care of the woman, you should be like, let's order you extra fries, you know? Yeah. To but, be like, yeah. make sure you have something on your side as That's well. That's
2: true. No, I didn't get that. Um, uh, I, didn't, I don't know if I care about that as much, but 5% of you noted it. Like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Small things, small yes. things. And then the second round, I was getting hungry by then, so I bought myself a salad. And you bought yourself he didn't i said it's okay it's on Mm. me i I said you bought the first round of drinks i'll get the second round and i'll buy myself a salad. oh i see i see so it's almost like a 50 50 yeah split type of i just liked the initial like thing yeah um so i didn't mind that and then we bought one last drink at the end that we kind of shared but at that point i didn't want to drink anymore okay um but yeah i think it was like payment was okay like it was fair Mm -hmm. um but i enjoyed probably 90 percent of the conversation okay 90 is pretty high
1: Or (laughs) maybe 85. Yeah. I mean, I think that's still a a relatively, if you just evaluate not the potential of the partner, but just a quality of a date. Yeah. quality of a time that you go out and you have yeah. drinks and like some food with someone yeah. 85% enjoyment it's a pretty
2: good time yeah I think overall I actually been pretty like lock and well pretty lucky in my first dates yeah, they, yeah I do enjoy conversation with them yeah I will say though I did intentionally just had him talk a little bit more maybe and I, I have a tendency to ask more questions that I than I should on, on first dates I like to see if they will throw it back to me mm. there are moments where he did which I appreciate um and he did tell me he's like this is the most I've ever talked on a date before oh interesting okay yeah so maybe it's because I well I do ask like certain
1: specific questions you bring it out, yeah. I do.
2: But, you know, there's some moments I felt my mind kind of wandering in a day. So I'm just like, oh, this isn't really... First of all, I was like, Mel, you're being rude. Don't do that. <laughs> and two, it's like, oh, I know, like, oh, I'm not as engaged. Why? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know? So it's just like, if I'm not interested in the conversation, I'm just like, okay, maybe it's another sign.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it still sounds like it was a good warm-up. This is what you... You got, I think, what you wanted out of it, which is a first date that was enjoyable, warmed up those muscles again of having conversation, of your gut figuring out, do I like this or do I not? Yeah. And so I think at the end, like I'll wrap up my section, because I want to hear
2: about Janet's stuff, (laughs) but he walked me to my car. We talked for a little longer outside my car, which is really nice. Then we hugged and then we said goodbye. So it was like a pretty decent ending. But the kicker. Here's the thing. It's funny because we actually talked about this on the date. Yeah. Is that we both said that, like, he's like, oh, I'm the same with someone that, like, if I'm not interested, I'll say something. I'll, like, cut it off or whatever. Like, I'm, mm. pretty, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty forward about that. And uh, he asked me if, I was, if I'm the clingy type. I'm like, I'm really not because yeah, yeah. I just like space. Yeah. You guys know that, too. You have your own stuff. Well, you have a lot of things going on. You don't have time to clean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't. But um, it's been almost, ever since the date ended, it's been almost five days, and he has not res- messaged me at all.
1: Not even, like, I uh, just to check if you got home no, or nothing. Wow, not like okay. have a great
2: weekend. Like just even like,
1: and you I'm not expecting
2: like to text me or whatever right away. But I'm someone that just let's just wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Even by now, tell me you're not interested.
1: Mm. You know what I mean? I just kind of like, left it.
2: Yeah. Granted, maybe he's have, he's busy because I'm trying to say he's not no, interested yeah,
1: yeah yeah that I, I mean what i'm reading from this guy is you need someone who takes a little bit more initiative yeah in terms of yeah but i think we already established that he wasn't gonna be yeah. a good potential anyway but he was a great a great date
2: good uh, initial step back into the pond of dating yeah. in la for the summer but that's pretty much what happened with me i mean i'm curious if you know if you're listening right now if you have a comment on instagram post for this episode do you think it's okay for messaging Mm -hmm. just to end like that like what would you what would you prefer you know as
1: as yeah like what is good protocol yeah you know
2: obviously i'm still new to not new but like it's been a while yeah i want to hear what you guys have to think or what you ladies think about the situation even our Asian boss boys like would you have message a good night or like a wrap-up for the weekend like i just love to hear what you guys have to what you guys think
1: ABGs, anyone out there in the IBTC itty bitty titty committee? If so, I got you. Janet here and sharing one of the best bras that I've recently added to my wardrobe. I'm really big on comfort and simplicity when it comes to bras, and my newest go-to has been Pepper's Limitless Wire-Free Scoop Bra in Cocoa. You may have heard of Pepper already, but if not, they are an unapologetic bra brand for women with small chests founded by Jacqueline Fu, a fellow Asian boss girl from the 66SGV area. She founded Pepper with the mission to create a bra that finally fits AA, A, -A and B cups. We love an ABG-founded company, but beyond that, their bras truly are well-made and noticeably fit better. There's no cup gap when you bend or move, and there's a natural lift without the bulky push-up padding. The magic is in the cup design that hugs and scoops you like the most flattering pair of yoga pants. The fabrics are silky smooth and their color options are beautiful. Sienna Rose, cocoa, the classic black, and more. The bras are also manufactured in a socially responsible factory in Colombia, where female heads of households are given the opportunity as well as fair wages and benefits. Pepper's most popular styles and sizes sell out fast, so make sure you head to wearpepper.com and apply the code ABG when you check out to get 10% off your first order. That's w-e-a-r pepper.com and use the code ABG at checkout to get 10% send off your first order.
0: For all the Asian boss girls out there who are constantly on the go, I'm sure you're just like me, Mel, and Janet, in that we are big fans of consuming content on the go in audio formats. Whether it be during a light workout at home, on the way to get groceries, or prepping dinner for the night, it's like a gift of found time where we can listen on the go. Lately, I've been listening to The Power of Vulnerability, written and narrated by Brene Brown. Her teachings on authenticity, connection, and courage are life-changing. She addresses whether vulnerability is the same as weakness. And she says too often we lose sight of the fact that vulnerability is also the birthplace of joy, belonging, creativity, authenticity, and love. If you are someone who's looking to level yourself up and become a better version of yourself, take a listen to The Power of Vulnerability on Audible. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access a daily news digest like the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. Visit audible.com slash ABG or text ABG to 500-500. That's audible.com slash ABG or text ABG to 500-500.
1: Skillshare is a sponsor of today's episode. Every human was born to create, whether you're a dabbler or a pro, a hobbyist or a master, you're creative. As for me, I've been revisiting my hobby in collaging and planning on taking an illustration course on Skillshare called fun with faces. What does illustration have anything to do with collaging? Well, in the course, the instructor will go over layering techniques to develop facial features. And I'd like to practice the skill of layering to translate into my collage work. Even though our work at ABG is creative in nature, I think it's really important to exercise other types of creativity. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers the support of fellow creatives. They have classes on a variety of topics such as film and video, creative writing, graphic design, freelance and entrepreneurship, just to name a few. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash ABG and get a free trial of premium membership. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash A-B-G.
0: Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin.
2: Janet also had a date that, that same day.
1: <laughs> I had a virtual date that night. So okay. while Mel was um, getting ready for her physical date out in LA, I had connected with this guy um, over Bumble. I was okay. on a different app. And uh, my dude is a little different. He is much older. So on his profile, it said age 40. But then in his written bio party he said I'm actually 45. And it just won't let me oh, set okay. it to, okay. to that. Um, but what was interesting to me about this guy and why i agreed to a facer right away is... Um, There wasn't a lot of chit-chat and he, and maybe this is me being a stupid girl where I'm falling for good lines, but he said something about like, um, oh, I'm confident that we'll be a strong match, right? Yeah. What led him to say that, Janet? So, okay, so here's how the conversation went. So it's Bumble, so I had to start the conversation. And on his profile, it says that he does creative work. Mm. So I was like, oh, um, hi, so-and-so. What kind of creative work do you do? And he messaged back a couple of lines explaining to me what he does. He's a creative director, uh, works on more of the copy and writing side. Um, And then he kind of, you know, dived into like, oh, what are you excited about this week? So I'm like, this is a good conversation. He seems like a fun person um and then a little bit more conversation or I just told him I think we were going to ramen that night and he's like Mm -hmm. oh I love ramen blah 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 and he's like you know I'm pretty confident it'll be a good match and I was like oh what makes you so confident and it was his response that was like he said there are a few things for one I feel like I could use your your bio and it would apply to me oh so I'm like okay also you seem to have a good blend of humility and strength and then there's your smile which seems familiar to me somehow so maybe I'm a stupid girl falling for lines but I was like Anytime someone feels very confident in us mm. being a good whatever, that to me, I'm like, okay, I'll entertain this, right? And so uh, ends up he's in Santa Barbara, right? But it's post-COVID. He yeah. actually was in SF or whatever, but he's currently, he's I don't know if he's temping there. I didn't really get into that. So we're like, okay, let's get on a FaceTime tonight. So... We went on a FaceTime. I had a glass of wine. He had a glass of water. (laughs) So already I was like, okay, well, I don't know if this is like the same thing. He kind of treated it like it it felt a bit casual. Mm. What was interesting was he kind of... I let him lead the conversation which most of the time I do on dates I want to part of it is a bit of my personality I I let I love conversation but I like it when someone kind of leads it right Mm -hmm. and I'll I'll push it back but I want you especially in a in a partnership kind of position to be the person who feels good leading yeah and so he led the conversation he has a very calm gentle demeanor about him which I was already kind of like I like this but I don't know that I would pair well with this right Mm -hmm. I think I need a little bit more of an assertive type A guy yeah but still it was he was nice and because because he works in creative, a lot of our conversation was around that. And that was an enjoyable Friday night for me to just talk about his fascination with like documentaries and he's interested in kind of like subcultures. Um, and he was, we even talked about podcasting. so we talked about how I, you know, was in podcasting and, but then this is where I was like, okay, is this going towards romantic or is work. this work? Because he's like, we're like on zoom and he's like, Hey, let's, so just, we went from uh, FaceTime to zoom cause we were having internet connection issues, which is another tech thing that I'm so happy to not have to start dealing with when I go out mm, and like mm-hmm. physical dates. Um, but he's like, Hey, why don't we, uh, exchange each other's like websites <laughs> or so, like so I'm like, this feels like a work meeting. So yeah, he's yeah. Not, he messaged me um, his website, his professional portfolio for all the work that he does and like what he's interested in and it has like his bio. And then I, I told him, I was like, oh yeah, I run a podcast. You can look it up on Spotify. And okay. so, so then I was like, okay, I don't know if this is like just getting more like platonic. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of it, he's like, well, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much for taking part of your night. And it was only like an hour and I was like, okay, I mean, I'm going to just keep talking, but that's cool if he wants to like end yeah. it. Um, and he, he said, well, you know, I am in Santa Barbara, but I'm, I'd love to like hang out with you in LA. I'll message you sometime this weekend. Uh So I was kind of like, I'm not keeping my hopes up for this. I'm like, this is a great combo, but I wasn't, we don't even know each other that well because we haven't texted that much. Um, so two days later, it's Saturday, I I get a message from him. Hey, Janet, I just want to be very transparent with you that I'm not feeling like I'm ready to date yet, but if you're open to it, like I'd love to, if we want to ever hang out, if I'm ever in LA and I did not have any hard feelings at that. Cause at that point I'm like, sure. You know, I'm like, okay, that's totally fine. Don't even worry about it. If you're ever in LA, hit me up. Cause I actually sincerely would. Grab drinks with him or grab coffee with him to talk about his docu series things that he wants to work mm. on. But so, so my re entry has been. <laughs> yeah. I
2: was gonna ask you, like during this call, it seems very, because I think. Jay, mm-hmm. you could tell you, could, you guys both dive into like, the technical stuff. Like, yeah, I do a podcast. I do creative work. And like asking about the work for too long feels like you're networking. Yes. Yeah. Right.
1: I th- you know, honestly, I could tell we were both rusty. He was really kind and he was very good at leading it. But even just the fact that he's telling me I'm not ready to date. I didn't know how I knew he, we had very briefly just talked about dating where he said he was seeing someone and then it ended. Um, and I had also said, I was like, I had very briefly been kind of seeing someone that ended, but, uh, there were points where I could tell, like, we were both kind of like, oh, how do we, how do we navigate this conversation again? So maybe mm-hmm. this is my lesson learned for as I re-enter the, you know, first date dating world, try to keep it more romantic. Yeah, right?
2: yeah. <laughs> no, because I was like to say, like, is there any flirty? Like, even yeah, last like, year there
1: was not really. I know, I know. Well, he did, he, okay, he, he was like, oh, you look really nice. And I, maybe I should <laughs> this is this is on me then, I should have said something back, but he kind of showed up and like, he had kind of surfer dude vibes. So he had, like, the loose curly hair, and he I could tell he was in jeans because he had the phone position in a way where... So maybe I should have said, you look nice, too.
2: But you also didn't feel like he yeah. looked nice. So you're like, I don't want to lie to you. This is... <laughs> but it's also hard because, like, I'm okay with a guy showing up casual. Like, then my guy showed up like, in a baseball hat. Yeah, I was yeah, like, I'm, okay. like, you look good. Yeah. But I think it's just, like, it really depends on, like, the direction of the conversation then, right? Yes, this is yeah. true. This is true. But it's funny because this is the first time I'm actually hearing, like, the details of this date. Yeah. I mean... Maybe it's also on him. It's just like... Because he, he should throw out, like, the most flirtatious stuff, maybe. Yeah. Like, also, when's your last relationship. Like, just little things like that. But, um... Because you're someone, Jay, one thing I noticed with you on dates, you'll go with the flow of the conversation.
1: Yes. So. I'll take
2: the direction, but you won't
1: segue into any, like, let me go here. Yeah, yeah. Unless I am really interested in yeah. you, actually, to be honest. And yeah. I think that's why for this, I was not... I wasn't... I was, like, I'm, in, I'm intrigued to yeah. see where it goes, but you haven't hooked me yet. Yeah, right? yeah. And, um... Well, it's now I'm reflecting back on like, our conversation. I feel like maybe because he was older, and actually in his profile, it says he's looking for marriage, right? And I, I in my profile, I think I said I'm looking for like a long term partner or something. Um, but I wonder if then if he just, instead of going through the romantic stuff, he's just like, I think we're going to be a good match. And he lists these reasons why. And then now he goes in and he's like trying to build a rapport with me. Back up of it, I do my homework before a date. So I actually did look him up. I okay. Googled him. I found his LinkedIn. I found out we have actually some mutual friends. Um, and it was kind of, weird because I was like, oh shit, he actually taught at the boot camp that I was a student at for advertising. <laughs> I didn't tell him this, so yeah. I don't think I don't know if he lists oh you know I don't know if he's gonna hear this. But <sighs> I definitely like I could tell that we were coming into this date differently. Right? Like I did preparation mm. in researching you. I had a glass of wine. You were kind of like I'm in Santa Barbara, I'm not really sure, I'm gonna talk about work and I'm yeah. gonna you know, so I was like, okay. It's hard to date." you know one thing I'm trying to like figure out, even my own balance of
2: dating is like I it's hard because I think as women like we naturally have like um, a clock sometimes or we yeah, feel like yeah. we have this like sense of urgency and even talking with Mike on the date like he did talk he's like that's 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 common that's that's I get it you know yeah and so for me but I think women have the tendency to go into if they if they're wanting a long term partner like me and you it's hard to go into a relationship saying looking for something long term when the guys are like the guys guys are more like let's see how this goes mm. and they will naturally see if this progresses to long term yeah yeah but to be like knowing you're looking for that. I just feel like it's a little different. It's a weird, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's a weird balance I feel when I'm on date, mm. when I was on that date. Like, I don't want to say I'm looking for something long-term, but I kind of am, but I don't want to bank everything on this one date. So I'm kind of just like going to see what happens. Well, the thing
1: is, I think when, what I've noticed is like with dating with older guys and now that I'm older too, we're actually not shy at all. Like that's something we address in the get-go is like, I'm looking for something serious. Like, yeah, I want marriage and kids. And because sometimes now you're talking to some people who might have already been married Mm. and divorced. So skating around that, uh, that is definitely something that's like changed for me, but you bring up a good point, which is like, he is, but as a man, like, even if you're interested in something long-term, you're still in something serious right away, and you establish that by saying, oh, we're going to be a good match, because you looked at my profile, and he's like, I think personality-wise would yeah, be yeah. good. But his way of approaching the courting process is still, let's see where this goes. Yeah. Like, let's get to know each other, and instead of making it very clear, like, I'm yeah. interested in you. Because, I mean, to be fair, he doesn't know me yet, right? Yeah. So I think
2: for me, that's where I feel like, even as a communicator, I would be like, all right, like, you said all these, like, fluffy things. Now you're on this call with me talking about your work. Like, this is not, that's not, that doesn't match up. (laughs) So I would have been like, if you're looking for, if you think we're a good match and you said you're looking for something serious, you should direct the conversation to be more serious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, we did, he asked me a bit about kind of like the work that I do or like the fact that I focus on compassion and things like that in my profile. But, and maybe this is also a little bit reflective of me that I do talk a lot or like, because a lot of my life right now is my work and my work is my passion and stuff. So it could have maybe now in recollection I don't remember who was steering the conversation. Perhaps I was just only giving him work stuff. So maybe that's mm. all he had to go off of. So that's a possibility too.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. I know for I think for me, like I kinda like the juice and the tea right away. So I'm just yeah. like, all right, give me give me your <laughs> let's let's talk about the 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 good stuff. I mean, yeah. for me this is more like I wanna know about your like I like interpersonal stuff right mm. away so I want to know understanding like, I want to understand your job but I want to know about
1: you how you process feelings mm. I'm a
2: feeler
1: though. yeah 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 oh we did talk about kind of the the Myers-Briggs stuff you know what it is now I'm realizing as you bring these points up we did talk about pretty serious stuff but there maybe it just was there wasn't chemistry mm. I think that's probably why that's true yeah I
2: mean the fact that you're like even when you're describing you're like yeah it's okay
1: yeah and I was like oh
2: Jay's not interested I can yeah. tell
1: so I, I feel like that was like I, I kind of very lightly dipped my toe back into the, into yes. the dating world but then the interesting thing is the same day that i get that message from him i was just chilling in bed on saturday and i was back on the apps mm-hmm. and um and it's very rare that i get into a connection with someone where there's conversation right mm. we're actual oh. back and forth and in real time and i connected with this guy a little bit younger 33 yeah um but <laughs> but uh he i liked i don't remember what it was i liked i think his profile There was something in our humor that was really similar so we were bantering back and forth um and uh and we were talking about like travel and all these things and then I realized that he's in Palm Springs. I'm in LA. That's, like, not close at all, right? And yeah. I was like, oh, so are you, like, from Palm Springs? He's like, I'm actually from Minnesota and blah. I was like, the fuck? Like, yeah. why are we connected and talking? And he's like, oh, man, yeah, like, I wish you were in Palm Springs right now. I was like, but I'm not. Yeah. And the more we're talking, he's like, oh, and you're witty, too? Why do I keep doing this to myself? And I was just like, dude, what the yeah. <laughs> He's the kind of guy that just, literally just wants to have fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I can see, like, even from you, when you told me, I was like... Like it's hard cuz like you get a hodgepodge of dudes on the app Yeah. Like, obviously we're looking for something more serious. They they we don't know. They some of them are some of them are just like I just want to want some human
0: interaction. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. I think that that is my evaluation of like um so far I feel like the the dating landscape as we're coming back from COVID is like people are trying to find their footing of if they're looking for something serious or if they're looking for Actually, I feel like Everyone's just kind of like desperate to get out and like meet with someone. Do you feel that way? I
2: will say I I agree, but I don't know if I fully agree with what you just said. Cause I, even for me, like I wanted to go on a date cause I'm just like, I want to get out too. Yeah. being stuck at home all day, but I do, I think I am looking forward to. Actually dating someone, so like mm. this is why I wanted to go on a date to meet someone. Mm. But I do think
1: people are hungry for interaction. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's a good or bad thing. Yeah, I know Mel and I were actually um, talking about recently. There was a video that Matthew Hussey put out, who's that like David, dating that dating expert, and he talked about how like everyone thinks that with pandemic lifting there's going to be this onslaught of people just trying to hook up right yeah and he said actually there's gonna there's that uh, they surveyed people and a lot of people are looking for deep connection mm-hmm. because they felt like after going through a hard time mm-hmm. the significance or like how important it would be to have a partner
2: yeah no i, I was uh, janice sent over to me and i was watching mm-hmm. I'm, I'm only halfway through but he also said that like it will depend on your age range or yeah, like where yeah. you are in life because like there will be people who really just want to hook up and do all that stuff and other people are just like looking for their partner yeah Dear Asian Boss Girl, we're all about sharing the different experiences and stories from the Asian American community. We want to recommend you another podcast. Listen and subscribe to season two of Asian Enough, an LA Times podcast having the conversations we need when we need them the most. Join returning hosts Jenna Mato and fellow Times reporters Johanna Buya, Tracy Brown, and Suhana Hussein as they explore the Asian American experience. On Asian Enough, you'll hear interviews with a range of voices, including actresses Sandra Oh and Lucy Liu, author of my favorite novel, Pachinko, with novelist Minjin Lee, drag performer Jujubee, rapper Ruby Ibarra, and more. As fellow Asian American podcasters, we see how important it is for the world to hear our stories and what impact it can have. Asian Enough pushes the agenda forward with talking to people who are making a difference in our community. Season 2 of Asian Enough explores topics like the pandemic's impact on our community, the need for allyship, the ongoing fight for inclusion in media, and so much more. Asian Enough Season 2 is now available to stream on LATimes.com or listen subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: Y'all, it is finally summertime, and we are actually going to have a real summer this year. So naturally, we started thinking about what we're going to wear to meet up for picnics and walks on the beach. I mean, this is kind of weird, but who else is looking forward to restaurant dates where they have real napkins? This is where Faraday comes in. Faraday is a family-run brand making high-quality, timeless clothing with modern design and functionality. I just got the blue mini-stripe Isha dress, ISHA dress, which is so comfortable and chic and just perfect for the summer. Faraday is also so confident in the quality of their stuff, they have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. So stock up on all your clothes for summer now. Head to FaradayBrand.com and use code ABG at checkout to snag 20% off all your summer gear. That's code ABG at Faraday, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com for 20% off.
2: Summer is upon us and might serve as an added pressure to some to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Sometimes living a healthy, balanced lifestyle is hard. There's always a new thing that's considered good for you and it can be difficult to keep up with everything. For me, summer's a time where I'm out and about and soaking up the sun. But it's also a time where I'm craving a drink at the end of the day. Living a healthy lifestyle is important, but it shouldn't stop enjoyment. That's when I reach for Coors Pier. Since it's all organic and has zero sugar, I can enjoy it without feeling guilty. Coors Pier is an organic beer with zero sugar and only 92 calories. It's refreshing beer to reach for while living a balanced lifestyle. So, my friends and I started this random DIY weekday happy hour. We alternate bringing snacks and drinks to someone's house. You already know I'm bringing Coors Beer when it's my turn. It's the perfect crisp drink for the summer. Coors Beer is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. So, when you want to enjoy a beer without feeling the guilt, reach for Coors Beer. It's organic, but chill about it. Go to CoorsPeer.com to see where you can find Coors Beer. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. how are you feeling now? Like after the two interactions, like what is your like thought process as we're entering summer as a single woman who's wanting
1: something serious? Like, are you hopeful? Like just
0: walk Mm. me through your
1: like thoughts. That interesting. When I heard you say the word hopeful. So I I have two conflicting things. At first I was like, I feel really light and good about summer happening. Right. Like there is actually excitement in me for the first time in a long time Mm -hmm. around just dating. Yeah. Like, Even because I think the last year I've been so focused on I'm looking for a permanent partner, and I've been looking at it as like a a thing that is so like yeah maybe just serious right, and it's hard sometimes to think about the fun part of dating. And for the first time, with things opening up in summer and all these activities, and we have friends are going to be coming into town that are going to be here for the summer that are single, yeah, I'm like excited to just date. Mm -hmm. But then you ask me, am I hopeful? And I'm not really betting, I'm not banking on meeting someone through the summertime, like Mm. stuff. And maybe that's like the jaded part of me. I don't know. But there's this, I'm I'm trying to hold these two opposites right now where I'm like, there's a part of me that very really does feel pretty intensely like sad and a little bit scared now that I'm like 35 and I want a family and I'm not meeting someone. Mm. There's a bit of that urgency where I'm like really kind of scared now, right? And had the, and thinking about conversations of like, Should I start thinking about freezing my eggs? I don't know. Like, all that kind of stuff. But then there's this other part of me that's just like, fuck it. It's summer. I want to just... The only way I'm going to meet someone authentically is, like, when I actually enjoy myself and enjoy dating. That's true. That's a good point. How about you? Like, how are you feeling with... Because I actually... I felt like I was still actively trying to meet someone during pandemic. And you kind of... You actively, you were like, I'm pausing this. I'm, like, not even gonna... It's hard because, like... I think I'm always going to be hopeful in the end Mm.
2: and I'm a little like, I will say I'm a little superstitious or maybe a little spiritual and like, I'm not gonna lie. I did another like psychic session with Carla who we had on the podcast and it was a really good session for me, just even personal growth. And like, I'm a feeler. I already, I could feel myself changing. Like Mm. I think last year I shared that I had a really tough year, but this year I just felt so much better that I feel like I'm, since I'm in a better head space, I think I'm in a better place to be a good partner to someone. I Mm. want that. And I think talking to her made me feel really confident about, you know, maybe this could be the year I meet someone. Mm. And i think summer like really excites me because the fact like you said like our single friends are moving to la and like we joke around like let's go to happy hour and like do all these things and and really and i do believe that if you're happy and you're good good things will come to you right and so for me i'm trying to hold on to that thought Mm. um but i will say though like i don't i still don't know if like the dating apps is like gonna be the way i meet someone yeah yeah but i do maybe through like an event or like uh like a outing or whatever I, i i I have faith. Yeah. I will say though, there's a small fear in me that I think by end of this year, if I don't find someone, I don't want to give myself a timeline, but like yeah, if I yeah. don't find someone, I think I'll be a little sad yeah, because yeah. I do think I'm in a place now where, I mean, I, I can enjoy my alone time as much as I want. I really do. But I really want to experience something different and new yeah, with a partner, yeah. but I'm not gonna to hold that, hold me back from anything else
1: though. Yeah. But
2: it's like, I'm hopeful still. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think hopeful is a good place to be. Yeah.
2: Just a thought from your, uh, your fellow single friends here yeah. at ABG. Um, not sure if any of you all feel that way, but I know we get some messages saying like, "Oh, how do you how do you stay hopeful?" Yeah. I mean, after, you know, going on terrible dates or trying to date for the last few years and I feel like we also talked to a lot of listeners that also feel as if, you know, they they want to have kids and family soon too. Yeah. So I understand the concern. I think it's good to remain hopeful. It's funny cuz today we literally had lunch with Phil our married guy friend and he was like i'll keep my eyes out for you too so i know we have friends that are looking out for us so it's good to stay helpful um dude i just feel like there's gonna be good vibes coming the the summer for me i'm very affected by the weather so the sunshine is
1: making me more positive too but hope you all are also staying very helpful out there yes and now with many uh different cities and states reopening after the pandemic um we want to hear from you guys what are some stories or interactions you're having whether on the apps or off uh, share with us everything from your summer flings to, you know, those serious connections that you're making. If you
2: don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple podcasts, leave us a rating and review and share this episode with your friends. You can also support us through monthly donations at anchor.fm slash Asian boss girl slash support, or
0: get some merch at Asian boss dot if you resonated with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. And if you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called Dairy ABG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is at Asian Boss Girl. If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree and our link in
1: bio on our Instagram and click on shout outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all of her magic on our episodes, including this one.
2: Yes, we want to hear your story. So please DM us at Asian Girl, Email us at hello at asianbossgirl.com. But for now, we're going to enjoy the rest of our day. Maybe get some happy hour. Enjoy yeah. the sunshine we still have. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.